This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. 9.20 a.m. You're listening to The Morning Run with Shazana Shaoning and Phil. Uh, let's get a quick update on the FBM KLCI. Ooh, it's green. It's up very marginally though by 0.02%. I love the fact that it is 1.5% up on a year-to-date basis. We didn't get to see that at all last year. And I love the fact that we're the only indices up year-to-date. <laughs> guys, guys, there's this thing called the low base effect. You all know that it I'll is. Take yes, it, right? we'll take it. We'll take it. <laughs> okay. Well, it's only five days. So, you know, hang on. There's another, what, a 200 over days of trading. Let's go. Okay, let's take a look at um, the technology sector, which did see a significant rebound in 2023 following a disastrous performance in 2022. We saw the tech-heavy Nasdaq finishing 2023 up 43%, and the rise of generative AI looks to further disrupt existing market dynamics. Looking inwards to Malaysia, however, after disappointing 2023, the sector looks to potentially be on the brink of an upswing. Global semiconductor sales are projected to rise 13.1%. This year, according to World Semiconductor Trade Statistics. And amid concerns surrounding China's economic recovery against potential positive spillover effects from the China Plus One strategy, will the tech sector regain strength this year or might it meet with another round of disappointment? For some thoughts on this, we have on the line with us Desmond Chong, Head of Retail Research at UOB And Desmond, good morning. Thanks so much for joining us and happy 2024 to you. The technology sector was in the doldrums in 2023, but do you see recovery in sight for the new year? Are there strong order books and better visibility ahead for the tech segments? Hi, um, good morning team. Um, Happy New Year. Uh, Yup, basically we reasonably believe so. Um, Just to recap that the recent slowdown was actually first evidence uh, evidence, uh, since uh, August 2022. Um, But if you look at the latest data that we have uh, as of the October 23, uh, we can see that the contraction on the global semiconductors is uh, currently closing to uh, its end and uh, breaking out from its uh, zero parity. Um, And to answer the second part of the question, um, our channel check with the local supply chain uh, positively uh, suggests that the earnings down cycle is actually bottoming up from uh, U-shaped uh, curve. Uh, basically, I would say that uh, right now we are seeing clearer visibility of earnings recovery, um, but I would say uh, probably one to two quarters ahead uh, following a capex recommitment of the MNC players in Malaysia. So you're seeing clearer skies ahead, but could you help us characterize how 2023 was for the Malaysian listed tech players? Because it wasn't a good year for them, mm. right? Okay, yeah. Um, yep, certainly. Um, if you look at the, you know, uh, if I would conclude a third quarter to a three report cuts, you can see that uh, basically they, uh, uh, they are wider disappointment uh, on a rate of, I think, 64% across our report cuts itself. So um, I guess... Um, uh, into the fourth quarter itself, uh, we still expect to see some earnings weakness. Uh, in terms of subsector wise, um, I would say that the local offset as well as EMS players are still um, uh, basically seeing a little bit more of a apparent slowdown. But thereafter, like I mentioned, I think 2004, um, uh, we're definitely seeing a better recovery ahead. Okay, then what does this mean for the sector's valuations? Because I'm sure with the sell-down, mm. as we can see by the uh, KL Tech Index, all, almost all technology stocks didn't have a very good 2023 in terms of price performance. Yep. 
Okay, so in terms of the share price consolidation part, I'll, I'll basically call it as a Davis double killing, uh, whereby basically you can see that uh, there's a double derating, uh, or I would say double whammy derating coming from perspective of earnings uh, as well as valuation. Hence, uh, as you can see, uh, the Busa Malaysia Tech Index is actually down by 37% uh, on its respective year since 2002 and ended up flat also in 2003. Uh, and in terms of the evolution part, uh, most of the tech names under our coverage basically trading at an average uh, to 0. Uh, plus 0.5 standard deviation uh, above their five-year mean, uh, which I would say that basically evolution has basically reached back uh, to its uh, mean evolution, its uh, mean reversion. Yeah. So what kind of strategy would you recommend when it comes to actions for the sector? Is it a buy-all approach or should we still mm. be stock-picking subject to the segment or business? Okay, um, that's a very good question. Uh, basically, it's a little bit tricky here. Uh, um, as I mentioned, while the signs of recovery are basically more apparent um, backed by an imminent growth recovery into 2024, um, the caveat is that uh, there will be some uh, bumpy roads ahead for some of the sub-segments. Uh, for instance, I think on the automotive side, as well as EV side, we'll see a bit of uh, earnings softness uh, in the coming uh, uh, one to two quarters. And from that front, uh, we'll basically advocate investors uh, to be more selective uh, on the cherry-picking approach, particularly to the structural growth teams itself. What do you think are the biggest risks that actually the tel tel tech sector will face this year, actually? Um, I, I, so, so, as you can see, basically, ever since 2003 itself, right, I think beginning part of the year, uh, tech sector had a good run, basically having a hope that, you know, a recovery should come in earlier than expected. But unfortunately, you know, things are happening in the way that um, um, the recovery has been pushed back, so on. I think if uh, we're basically seeing a greater risk of recession from here onwards. I guess, you know, the recovery will only come in the later part. Yeah. And of course, our trillion dollar question, Desmond, what are your <laughs> three top picks and why? Okay, uh, Shani, thanks very much. Um, so if I were to choose only one name uh, from each of the sub-segments, uh, basically I've explained three sub-segments itself. Um, for semicon exposure, uh, we like Inari um, for its a strong recovery in 2024, and that will basically come from its uh, new flagship program, uh, inventory replenishment as well as fruition from their uh, new business collaboration. On that front, we have buy call with target price of three and sixty cents, and uh, moving on to the equipment side, uh, we basically like uh, Great Pack itself. Uh, for the strategic exposure in the renewable energy. Uh, besides, I think the medical industries also offer better dynamics to weather the cyclicality versus its peers itself. And just to note that as of the mid of November, uh, if you look at their order book backlog, it's actually stood at a record quantum of around, I think, 1.1 billion. And that will actually last until first half of 2025. With that, we actually have a buy call with a time of 620 cents. And last but not least, on the third name, uh, we like NationGate uh, from the EMS space uh, on a strong recovery in 2004. And that will basically uh, premise on a cyclical ramp up from their telco business and the continuous orders uh, inflow amid the US and China trade diversion. We have buy call on that and the target price of 183 cents. 
Desmond, thanks very much for speaking with us. That was Desmond Chong, Head of Retail Research at UOBKHian, giving us an outlook for the Malaysian tech sector in 2024, ending the call there with three of his mm. top picks, uh, namely Inari, Great Tech and also Nation Gate. Okay, when it comes to Inari, it's still you know uh, quite a popular with the with the with the analysts. Thirteen by six holes, uh, no sells. Consensus target price is three ringgit and forty cents. Current share price is three ringgit and twelve cents. And then when it comes to great tech, uh, consensus target price is five ringgit fifty three cents. Current share price is four ringgit ninety three cents. Uh, consensus five buys, four sells, no holes. Nation Gate target price on Bloomberg one ringgit and seventy eight cents. It's the darling, just four buys, no holes, no sells. All right, it's nine twenty nine in the morning. We're gonna head into the nine thirty a.m. news bulletin, but don't go away because it's Friday. After the news bulletin, we do have WTF. What's the focus? Our roundup show of the top headlines this week. Stay tuned. BFM eighty nine point nine. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.